Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. What's going on, Switch Leaders? You are back for another wonderful week of the Switch Leader Podcast, and we're so glad that you're here with us. James, aren't we glad they're here? We are so glad they're here, Josh. It seems like in my voice, though, it seems like I'm more glad than you are. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but it's just, there was, you know, more excitement in my voice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were definitely louder, but I don't think volume level is the same thing as excitement level. Wait, what? I thought, I thought that was totally what I meant. Isn't that why, you know, they say turn it up, right? Isn't that the same? That is why every youth pastor begins their Wednesday night stage communication with what up switch switch." yeah (laughs) i know i know it's the best and but you know the cool thing and all you leaders listening you're going to catch on if you haven't caught on we're about to give something away so just hold on here they've caught on what's going to happen next is you know whoever did the welcome they went up and they went what's up switch is so great right and everybody's great and then but wait let's say let's say we're going to play a game next right now, let's say that game's my favorite game of all time, and it's Marshmallow Home Run Derby, okay? Ooh, and so you yes. get up, you know what's going to happen? Whoever's going to lead that game, they're going to run up there and go, Switch, what's up? And it's going to be that. <laughs> and then by the time by the time the youth pastor, you know, somebody else gets on the stage, it's like, Switch, how are you doing? And the kids <laughs> at this point are like, I'm starting to not be doing good because you're making me question all my other answers, right? Come like, on. I don't know. You keep asking me the same thing, and I'm I'm stressed out now. So really, I'm just, what I'm saying is the anxiety, you know, epidemic happening in teens is our fault. Mm, it's really, good. that's, that's, that's good. So. Dude, that's ownership. Anyway, right, hey, that's so responsibility. I, just, <laughs> I love you guys. You guys that are listening, all of you switch family and friends, we love you. So sometimes we just like to be stupid. I'm actually usually stupid. So I just am myself, but it's fine. So what I want to do is I want to give a shout out to a leader <laughs> from, you say it, James. Where's she from? Rio Rancho. Yeah, see, I can't say it like that. But from Rio Rancho, New Mexico, Katie Hillbrand, their youth pastor, sent this in. And so we're going to give a shout out to Dana Sneed. So Dana, on, Dana is an awesome, awesome high school, small group leader that goes above and beyond caring for her students. She goes the extra mile, not just caring for students, but she understands the relationship that has to be there with parents. And so she partners with parents really, really well. Recently, she had a student that was struggling with some serious mental health issues. And so Dana, again, went the extra mile. She made sure that not just on Wednesday nights, but outside of Wednesday nights, she was keeping this kid connected to their group. And making sure that she was going and checking on her during the week and continuing to make sure that the mom had everything that she needed to know that this kid's got got everything that she needs, made sure that she was getting counseling if she needed, made sure that she was in scripture. She was an advocate for her to be staying close. I think that without leaders like you, Dana, Dana, we without leaders like you, we miss opportunities and we miss the point because when a kid goes through, well, whether it's a crisis or just another day. And we aren't, and we don't have our eyes open enough to be there and, and be present for them. Then what in the world are we doing? Right? Like right. we've, we've truly missed it if that Come happens. On. And so Dana, thank you for your sacrifice because I know that everything that we just said, I know that sounds really nice. And everybody's like, man, that's awesome. Like how good of her to do that. You know, I would want to do that too. That's great. And they're right. But something sounding really nice does not make it really easy. 
And yeah. so I recognized that what you did and what you stepped into was actually quite difficult and probably required a lot of your time and sacrifice. So thank you for loving students the way that you do. Thank you for loving Christ the way that you do and loving his church. Because of leaders like you, we're going to keep building the church and we're going to keep robbing hell. And so come on, uh, we, we love and appreciate you. Katie, thank you for um, letting us know about Dana. And then also just like last week, let's get Dana a car. All right, let's, let's go ahead. <laughs> I think... <laughs> <laughs> Dana, you need, we need to get you. Not really. Dana, you probably drive like a Tesla or something cool, don't you? Oh, I bet wow. she does. We'll find out. I don't know. I want one. Hey, so this week, I we're going to go into talking a little bit about maybe a little bit more of some overarching vision. So Switch Ooh. is going to look a little bit different this summer than it's okay. looked in the past. And man, I'm all jacked up about it. So it's going to be great. It's something that I'm really, really excited about because I think that there's so much potential to yep. what we will be doing. Now, most of you know that we are going to be doing Switch on into June. So rather than stopping like toward the end of May, school year, we're going to keep on going. So students won't be in school, but we will still be in the building waiting on them. Come and on. there's some things there that I think naturally we can look and go, ah, like, are there some barriers there? Like, what, what does that mean for me? Like, I've got this other stuff going on. But then there's also these like, okay, there's a lot of hope in that. And there's a lot of Absolutely. excitement. Like there's some cool stuff that could come from it. And so what I would love, James, is if you could kind of just take a bit, um, help us set, help us set some healthy expectations for what to expect during this time. Like what, yep. what is it I should go into really expecting? And then maybe if you could give us some pointers as to like, okay, if I have these healthy expectations, now how do I win? Like yep. how do I capitalize on what is sitting before me. Yeah, absolutely. So just big picture, this year within Switch, we've made the decision to extend our Switch in real life dates beyond the spring school semester and into the month of June. The reason being is because the reality of what summer looks like for students is not lost on us. So for some students, mm -hmm that time in the summer away from school and their regular switch rhythms um, actually can be really, really good and life-giving and meaningful because they're still engaged in the church. They've still got great friends around them. Their family is supporting them. And that's always amazing. But far too often, what happens for a lot of our students as they're out of the regular rhythm with school and with switch and where they maybe don't have that same positive and life-giving friend group their summers often end up being spiritually stagnant or even spiritually dark. And we're just not okay with that. And if that's the reality that they're facing, we're going to do what we can to step into the darkness with the light of Jesus. And the way that that often looks is we're going to make sure that every Wednesday night, as makes sense, we've got a space for our students to come together to worship God, to grow in their relationships with one another and become more of who Jesus has called them to be. And so that's why we're extending beyond the typical end of May, end of the fall semester date into June. Now, we will take a break for At The Movies because At The Movies is an incredible opportunity for students to attend on the weekend to bring their friends and their family. And we know that Build Week happening before At The Movies is an all-hands-on-deck week where the chances of the building not being covered in nails and wood and screws and all of those things are really low. So we're not going to have switch that week because that plus, would be incredibly dangerous. Plus it's a national holiday. Yes, it is a national holiday. So, 
build week. So there's that. And then we'll be back in August for the weeks following at the movies and then leading up to the kickoff of our fall switch semester. And again, all of it is because we want to do anything short of sin to reach people who don't know Jesus. In order to reach people nobody's reaching, we're going to do things that nobody's doing. And sometimes the things that we're going to start doing are actually things that we weren't doing, but we're going to do it differently moving forward because we recognize that that's what the mission calls for. And so that's why we're extending into the month of June. Now, super practically, what does that look like for you as a switch group leader and what you can expect? For the most part, our months of switch in the summer when we've done summer switch once a month in the past, there tends to be a smaller number of students at those switches than during the regular school year because of all things summer and vacations and traveling and all of that. And so I would just expect a smaller number of students in your switch group, but smaller is not the same thing as worse. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I, I think it was Jesus who once said, the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, the smallest of all garden plants. But eventually after it's planted and it takes root and begins to grow, it becomes the tree in the garden that has enough space in the branches for all the birds of the air to find rest and shade in. In Acts chapter one, verse 15, after Jesus has spent three years during his public ministry, after he has given his life as a sacrifice for our sins on the cross, after he has risen from the dead, after he has appeared to his disciples and been with them for 40 days. Then in Acts 1.15, we read that Peter stands up among the believers, and there are about 120 of them at this point. 120 believers after three years of ministry from Jesus dying on a cross, rising from the grave, and another 40 days with his followers. He's got 120 people that are believers here in the city of Jerusalem. And that movement of 120 believers has now spread across the globe to where just our church, Life Church, is meeting in 40 plus locations. And every single one of our locations has more than 120 believers showing up on a weekly basis. That's something that is really significant. The way that Jesus did his ministry is he started with a small core group of followers that he poured his life into. And as their roots went deeper, the branches of this beautiful thing we call the church could go wider. And so for me, as a small group leader, looking ahead to the summer, I am not ashamed to say that I'm really excited for those weeks where I'll have five guys in my group instead of 15. Now, again, I love it when I've got a whole bunch of guys in my group every week, but it is a lot harder to have an intentional and meaningful conversation with 15 sixth graders than it will be with five sixth graders. And so right. maybe for you, you average about 10 students. If you have two, that's not a miss. One of the most influential books that has shaped the way that we think about ministry in all of Next Gen at Life Church is a book called Lead Small. And it's all about the power of us doing for a few what we wish we could do for everyone. And so that's what I'm focused on going into the summer is investing even deeper into the few students who show up week in and week out so that their faith will grow stronger. Their roots will grow deeper so that when we come back in the fall, the core group of our specific switch group will be stronger than it's ever been. And I'm really excited about that.
I, I am too. And I, I think about it from the perspective you just shared where we go. Yeah. I, I, I love the idea here. I'm going to shift it a little bit. Some of you are parents that are listening and some of you have kids in switch. Some of you, your kids aren't old enough for switch, but you don't, you don't have to have them in switch. Mine aren't old enough for switch, but I can still tell you how incredibly valuable it is to me when somebody that I trust and that I know loves my kid gets some one-on-one time with, with one of them. Yeah. So I just want you to think about not only will it be some of your kids that are going to get to have more one-on-one focused time to be invested in, but you're going to get to do that for somebody else's kid. Like you are going to get to have those conversations that you'll, you are never going to get to have when it was a room full of them. And as a result, you're going to get to see them go deeper in a way that it just wasn't possible before. And so James, if, if you could just kind of maybe help us understand the, I don't know, maybe a big win for switch overall, right? So we've, we've talked about what does this mean for you as a small group leader or as and and also I want to say this, even if, if you're on a support team in switch, know that this is a season where depending on how many students you have at your location, you're going to have a really good opportunity yourself to find yourself in the lobby and conversations that you just didn't used to. Because some of our experiences that we're going to have in June, they're going to look different than the ones that we were having throughout the rest of the semester. We're going to intentionally probably create some more, you know, intentional, intimate moments. And it's going to give everybody involved an opportunity to be investing in listening to students. But If we're looking then and going, how does, how does this decision to go, okay, we're going to go deeper into it. We're going to continue to rise up this core of students. That's kind of like a second core of students. We already know we have like most campuses have a core of high school students that that lead and invest, but this is going to be a group of students that maybe they're not all wanting leadership, but they all want to be involved. And this is their church. This is their place. And they're here when the doors are open. Yeah. And so we're building this second core. How does that change things? What does that mean for like the outcome of switch or the, like the furthering of our ministry going into the fall? Yeah. I mean, what I would do is just expand the metaphor I was giving for my specific switch group to all of switch at each location and across the ministry as a whole, where the core of our students, the deeper their faith is rooted the deeper those roots go into the earth or in this context, into their relationship with Jesus, the stronger everything else becomes. Because when you have deep roots, then the tree can actually grow larger and taller and the branches can spread wider. So if we want to think about reaching more students for Jesus, we need the current students we have to be more in love with Jesus. It's this idea Mm. that we love because he first loved us, as First John tells us. Or even if you look in Ephesians chapter 3, the second half of it is this beautiful prayer from the Apostle Paul for the believers in Ephesus to know how wide and deep and high and vast the love of God is for them. And then he shifts in Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse 1, saying, Therefore, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you've been given. It starts with us receiving the love of Jesus, experiencing intimacy with our heavenly father. And the deeper our faith goes, 
the wider we can reach out to bring other people in. And so that's what I'm looking forward to for my switch group. That's what I'm looking forward to for my campus. And that's what I'm looking forward to for all of Switch, that the stronger our core group of students becomes, the better we will actually be able to reach out into the rest of our culture and invite people into the kingdom of God. And so this is, in my eyes, an incredible opportunity to do more of what we all love so much. And that is seeing students' lights in their head go on as they begin to discover just how much God loves them. And as they begin to discover that they are created with a purpose, and that purpose is to make a difference in this world in the name of Jesus. And so I am really, really looking forward to this because again, as much as I love having a whole bunch of guys in my group every week, and it's awesome that they're showing up, having fun, building relationships and learning about who Jesus is. I'm also really excited for some of that intentional time with potentially less guys. And now here's the deal. That may not at all happen. You may actually in your group have more students showing up because in the summer, oftentimes there's not a lot to do. And so that that could happen. It might not, but it could. And so if it does, hopefully I don't get you so excited for a smaller group <laughs> that you're disappointed when you have a larger group. I don't think that will be the case that you'll be disappointed in that, but it's just something to be aware of that we're going to be ready for whatever comes our way. Now, the other thing I do want to make a note of here is in June, my wife and I are celebrating our six-year anniversary. And so we're going to take that week and we're going to go on vacation and we're going to enjoy that time together. So I will not be at Switch one of the weeks in June. And I'm totally okay with that. I feel no Mm -hmm. guilt (laughs) because we want to model healthy rhythms of rest for our students. And so I'm just going to let my guys know ahead of time, hey, just so you know, I'm not going to be here on this week because my wife and I are celebrating our six-year anniversary. I'll be back the week after that. Can't wait to see you. You know, don't worry, you'll be taken care of. So-and-so will be filling in to lead our group. So I'm, I'm just going to let them know, and I'm not going to be here. Now, for you, right. your schedule in the summer might be super hectic, where you're traveling a whole bunch to see family and whatever that looks like. That's totally okay. Have a healthy rhythm of rest and balance in your life. We would just encourage you to let your students know what they can expect from you during the summer, because that way they're not guessing whether you're going to be there or not. They already know that you're not there because you've committed to this thing with your family or you've got this work thing that's coming up. And I think setting those expectations for your students is just as important as you setting healthy expectations for yourself. Absolutely. I think that the the boundaries are important and that's why this feels like no matter what your outcome is, whether your outcome is that you have two students left in your group or your group grows, there's no way to lose here. We're, we're going to make sure the building's open for students. They're going to hear the gospel presented to them and they're going to experience the gospel loved all over them. Like we're going to make sure that they feel that they are loved by Christ in his church and Come that on. we're a part of that. And so this is a huge win. It's a really exciting season. Your health, the health of our leaders, the health of your families, our Switch family is our priority. If you're not healthy, you can't lead healthy. Right. If you're not healthy, then why would we want students or anyone else to replicate the way you're leading your life? Come on. And so when you head into summer, please, we're begging you, don't go into it going, man, like I just can't. That's not it. Go into it going, I, I think it's great. I have a few extra opportunities to connect with a different, you know, core group of students. And I'm going to take my vacation and I'm going to go to the lake and I'm going to spend time Come with my on. family. And I'm going to do all the things that help me make sure I'm healthy and well. And so, yeah. man, we love you guys. We, 
we are so we have so much uh, excitement and anticipation for what God is going to do and switch. We it's one of the it's a tough thing. It's like why do I have to anticipate? I'm already watching it happen. So it's you know there's there's so much that you're just excited about getting to experience, but then there's this just anticipation of like God, what do you have in store next? And Come so on. my challenge to each person listening, will you please just wake up in the morning and say a prayer for switch? And say a prayer for your youth pastor and for your students. Ask God for wisdom and say, God, what are you going to do next? Yeah. And, and allow yourself, just like maybe you've got a little bit of excitement for a vacation coming up, man, allow yourself to just get excited about what in the world he is going to do next in the life of one of the leaders around you, maybe yourself or one of the students that you see in our youth ministry every week. We love you so much. And as always, thank you for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.